listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. On today's show, we're going to let you know how you can truly be your dog and your cat's best friend. Now, dishing out delicious treats can elevate your status in the minds of your pet, but today's special guest is going to show you how you can be a real lifesaver to your pet and save on your veterinary bills. Our special guest is known as the Pet Safety Guy. He has founded a company called Pet Tech, and he's dedicated his life to teaching pet lovers all over this globe pet first aid, nose-to-tail wellness, and much more. He has inspired and motivated me to become a certified pet tech instructor. So at this time, I would love all of us to give pause and applause to Tom Sums. Hey, Tom, welcome to the show. Pause up. Hey, Arden, how you doing? Happy to be here. All right, big pause up, man. Woohoo! Tom's, woohoo! Tom's going to unleash some great life-saving advice and wellness tips, and he is a high-tech guy. He knows what he's doing. He's created a new phone app. It's called the Pet Saver app, and it literally gives you must-know emergency pet care help right at your fingertips. And he has this fun catchphrase he's going to share if you take one of the classes on Pet First Aid and CPR. So everybody, call your pet over. We're going to play it safe on this show today, and we're going to learn more about the Pet Safety Guy right after we take this commercial break. So everybody, sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the All Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm delighted that Tom Sums is in the house. He's the guy known as the pet safety guy. Everybody, after this show, you're all going to dash over to PetTech.net and learn more about how you can do doggy CPR, pet first aid, and much more wellness. I mean, for example, if your dog is choking, do you really know what to do? What happens if your dog cut their paw or their cat? 
I mean, this guy is here to help us. He's truly man and pet's best friend, and I'm delighted that we have the pet safety guy on our show. Tom Sums is in the house. Tom, welcome. Hey, thank you. Better to be in the house than the doghouse. That is true. That is true. I mean, I think people need to get a little, uh, let's rewind the tape on Tom Sums because I'm thinking, you are a genius and you know what you're doing, but how in the heck did you get motivated to become the pet safety guy and create this whole industry, which is much needed? Well, you know, it actually started with the power of one question. Because it goes back to, I originally trained at the Michigan State Police in underwater recovery. I put myself through college working for dozens of ambulance services. Fast forward a few too many years, as I like to say there. And <laughs> I have a company called Professional Emergency Training. When we teach, we teach quite an A-list of uh, companies in Southern California and San Diego here, the human CPR and first aid. Well, back in 1994, I was teaching a class for the city of San Diego. And this guy in my class, he goes, Tom, he goes, this is a really good class. He goes, but how would I do this to my dog? And in my brain, I went cha-ching. I mean, I went ding-ding-ding. <laughs> there's an there's a, there's a, uh, opportunity here. There's a business here. So I actually went back to school, got my veterinary assistance. I have some other uh, teaching and educational background that I brought into it, and we created the program. That is great. I got to tell you, you know, the thing is, in the class, I is a graduate now of uh, Pet Tech. I took your three-day intense training program, which was really a lot of hands-on, which I think is the difference. I think Pet Tech is teaching people using hands-on CPR, first aid, and care for your pet. You call it the mouth-to-snout wellness assessment. I just think, you know, I was tickled and amazed in our class. In our class, we had a paramedic. We had a registered nurse. We had some veterinary technicians. And each one of them said, wow, I didn't know I, about this. They learned when the gentleman that had the pug was a paramedic and he was telling us that his pug was choking and here he saves people, two-leggers, and he felt powerless when his pug was choking. You must hear those kinds of stories all the time. I hear those stories all the time. I mean, we're talking thousands of stories and we've trained over 30,000 people since we've been doing this. And, you know, you're right that we talk about being hands-on in our training and we do get on our evaluations all the time. Oh, what a great class. This was fun. Oh, best class. I wish our public school was taught like this. But really what we go back to is the biggest resources that you have as a pet parent is you have your head, your hands, and your heart. And we want you to use your head, be careful with your hands, because you have a heart, you're helping out your pet patient. That is very, very true. You have a lot of mottos and easy-to-remember phrases, I think, that makes the learning fun, but it also sticks in your brain. Yeah, you know, we get that time. They go, I've talked to hundreds and hundreds of people who've taken our class, and they've used their skills, and they saved their pet's life, and they, they call us up, whether it's me teaching it or one of our instructors across the country and the world, and they go, it just came back to me. As you know, I'm into the psychology of teaching and education and action. What's the tipping point of action? Squirting blood, yeah, you know you should take action. But <laughs> when they say the yeah. word just, when someone says the word just, it means that all these things took place at an other-than-conscious level for them to do the things they did. So that means our program works, that the way we teach, people can access and use this information to save their pet's life in an emergency. And then that's really important. I think, you know, you see people dressing up their dogs. You see people taking their dogs on wonderful trips. You see people, you know, taking their dogs into hotels, serving them these delicious, healthy meals. There's a piece of the puzzle missing, isn't there? 
Oh, absolutely. You know, according to the American Animal Hospital Association, one out of four pets would survive if just one pet first aid technique was applied. And as you know, in our Pet Saver training, which is our eight-hour training, that we teach over 50 actions for survival. And give us a couple examples if you could, Tom. Well, the number one is, is choking. You kind of mentioned that with Chris, the paramedic that was in our training. We throw things to our, our pets, food, rawhides, toys. And, you know, if you have multiple pet household, the little scarcity uh, consciousness, they don't want the other dog to get it. And, and that happens all the time and choking on things. So choking is a huge one. And that's, that's one of your big walkaway skills in our training, as well as poisoning. You know, it goes right hand in hand with choking that it gets all the way down. It was something they weren't supposed to uh, ingest. So those are two big ones that we've covered in our class. And those are both hands-on skills that we practice. So I want to give a little bit of a specific example on what to do with choking to get more people to sign up for the PetTech.net classes. So, all right, I got Chipper, 60-pound golden retriever husky. She's pretty healthy, but let's say I'll sign a hair go, <coughs> and I just, I'm like, I, first thing you want to do is go, oh, no. But what do you need to do? <laughs> uh, you know, there's a couple pieces of the puzzle right here. Number one is we talk about getting control of yourself. One of the things we talk about with our pets is that they operate at a greater bandwidth than we do, which is very apropos for the society that we live in. So what I mean by that is if you see your pet choking and you all of a sudden go, oh, no, like this, you know, the <laughs> adrenaline drops into your body. Your blood pressure goes up, your heart rate goes up, your breathing goes faster, and then your voice gets higher like this here, and your pet picks up on all of that. And so then your pet goes, oh, no, should I do something to protect mama there? And it could make the situation worse for the pet. So we want you to stop, take a breath, get full control of your own resources, and then assess the situation. So with choking, there's three segments, as you well remember, that we cover. The first one is the pet is conscious and it's choking. And when it's doing that, it kind of will throw its legs out, thrust its head forward, trying to create a straighter airway. And if they can cough or they can gag, they have a better chance of getting it up themselves. But what you want to do as a responsible pet parent is get control of the situation. And you want to get them into a small room, a utility room, a bathroom. You want to be careful about putting them in a bedroom where like maybe the bed is, there's a space underneath the bed where the pet can get in there. But you're trying to reach in there and stress them out and grab them if something else if it escalates from there. So you want to get control of the situation there. And then, then they can move to where they cannot cough or they cannot gag. Or you might hear that term called strider. And the strider is where, you know, the blockage is blocking the airway. It's just not blocking it 100%. So you get this like a, a high-pitched strider sound. The wind is whistling by that object in the throat. And that's where you're going to go when you're going to assist the pet in doing a cough that they can't do on their own. And all these skills, as, as you well know, are, are best learned, you know, in a class with hands-on right. skills practice. Yeah, I just wanted the main point I wanted to tell people, and you stressed it very importantly. When we see something happening to our pets, they're down, they're bleeding, they're choking, to really get control, stop and take a breath. Don't be speaking in that helium-sounding voice. I know <laughs> that we're probably racing inside our heart, but they really do tune into our emotions, as you're saying. And then I think the second most important thing is you said when a dog or a cat is choking, you know, keep the environment safe, but see if they can get the object out on their own instead of rushing in and trying to wail on them, which is also incorrect. I want everybody by the end of the show to be signing up for classes at Pet Tech. Seriously, folks, I feel like I am a better pet parent for Chipper, Cleo, Murphy, and Ziggy because I now feel confident that I know how to take a pulse. I know how to perform CPR. I know what to do if we're out and uh, hiking and one of them cuts a paw. 
I don't know what to tell you, but you have really just opened up a huge curtain for me, Tom. And I think you have a gift and a talent. And there are instructors all over the place. You go to PetTech.net and you can find one near you, hopefully. I mean, the numbers are growing, right, Tom? Uh, yeah, we have over uh, 400 instructors in the United States here, and we have them in Australia, our United Kingdom. Just added one in Korea. She's not totally active yet, so any of your listeners in Korea, and we are expanding into Japan as well. Nice, nice. Well, I'm going to be handling some of the folks here in uh, the San Diego County and Southern Orange County area. There's some other instructors in our area, so there's plenty to go around. Don't worry about it. And we do have to come back for schooling to keep current, right, Tom? Uh, yeah, we actually want you to stay current as a pet tech instructor by teaching classes. And then, uh, yeah, you're, as a current pet tech instructor, you're always welcome to come back and monitor our instructor training. And that this always kind of helps boost your comfort, your confidence, and your competency in being a pet tech instructor. All right. Well, I have to share this story. I went to uh, buy some pet first aid supplies, and we do use some uh, life-size stuffed animals with the open tongue so we can really help our class students be able to know exactly what to do. And I was wearing the uh, Pet Tech t-shirt with the back that has your logo. And I got a lot of uh, people coming up to me and asking me about it. So I want you to explain what's the message on the back of these shirts and, and what's the significance of it. We have a few shirts. So are you talking about the doggy doggy? Are you okay? Yes, yes, I am. I am. Okay. Just double checking. <laughs> you know, when we, when we approach a pet, we're always being very careful about we're determining that pet is unconscious and unresponsive, and we want to do that from a safe distance because, especially if it's not our dog, you want to be careful about that. Uh, so we, when we come up, we do approach the pet from the back, and we say, doggy, doggy, are you okay? So that's, that's our little our catchphrase. But you never see me not wearing my pet tech uh, uh, gear. And when I go to the post office, I get looks, and I, I've gotten students <laughs> from, the, <laughs> from wearing those things. It's amazing. I go, where did you take the class? And I go, I teach it. Really? Can, and then they want to. Come take the class. <laughs> and, and the prices for the class, there is an eight-hour course that we're really wanting people to take because it is about the safety and some of the wellness. It covers nutrition and dental and all that. But I'm just trying to equate this to uh, the number of uh, lattes or the next pet outfit we're buying or something. I mean, it, it seems to me that it's money very well invested. You know, it truly is an investment. When we first put this program together, what I used to say is – that most people learned how to take care of their pet one vet visit at a time. Mm -hmm. So their pet would have an ear problem. So take it in and it'd come back and then they'd kind of have an idea of how to take care of an ear problem. Then less than six months later, it was a skin problem or, you know, and it just kind of kept cascading like that. And that's what we've done. We've kind of put it all together into an assessment. So you actually sure. can be reactive in a medical emergency, but you can also be proactive in your pet's health. So our program does cover both sides of that coin. That sounds good. And so, for example, for an eight-hour course, you know, we're talking, it's very reasonable. I'm going to teach my first class in a few days. I'm a little nervous, but I, I've got some good friends that really, when I told them what I did, they're like, I have no idea what to do if Stanley was choking or if Stella cut her paw. I really don't know what to do. I'm looking forward to taking the class. You're reaching, as you say, you use your head and your hands and your heart, but I think you're reaching people on all three levels as well. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. You know, going, you're asking about the price, but the, the yeah. price, it is a business opportunity for our instructors. So mm -hmm. in general, it ranges anywhere from 99 to about 125, somewhere in mm -hmm. there for the eight-hour pet saver training. They do get a 40-page workbook with over 130 pictures or graphics on the inside. Every skill that we teach 
every step of every skill that we teach is outlined inside the, the handbook so that right. when they go back after the training, because we, <laughs> we, we do fill their cup when, yeah. when they come to the training. So it's always great to review that stuff afterwards. And, you know, the handbook is great, but even in a better way, Arden, Done. to review Wait a minute, wait a minute. We got to do the drum roll. And what do we have, Don Pardo? We have the app. All right, the Pet Saver app. I got it on my phone. I'm looking at it right now on my iPad. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So tell us how we can get our paws on the Pet Saver app and what kind of code word, the price, and you can even mention my name as a code word if you'd like. Absolutely, <laughs> Arden. Use Arden. Arden is the right word to use, Arden. <laughs> and uh, you can go to our website at pettech.net forward slash app, and I have two videos there. Uh, one is an overview, and it's eight minutes long. So it's a lot longer than a video than you normally get on the web like that. Um, and I don't even get a chance to cover everything that our app covers. Truly, our app brings to life kind of our program in a way that paper and pencil uh, never could because we do have the CPR and the snout-to-tail assessment with the poisonous items, the essentials, the dental care, the caring for your pet. We have every aspect in there, but we also have ice, which is in case of emergency, and we yeah. have a lost pet feature inside. There's, there's so much inside the app that we could do a show every week. <laughs> That's fine with me. It's very reasonable. What, four ninety nine or five ninety nine? $4.99. And I know sometimes people go, oh, that's a little bit more than a regular app is. And truly, we almost should have made this three apps because there's three big segments inside this thing. But we put them all together. So you actually, you know, if you break it down like that, it's normal price for the app. But it's $4.99. And you know what? For Easter, Parker and I went out uh, shopping. And we brought back a Cinnabon. Or mama because she likes a Cinnabon. Right. That thing was $6. $6 for a Cinnabon. So it's it's way <laughs> less than a Cinnabon to get an app that you can preview before you find a pet tech instructor to take a training with. And then after you take the training, it's even better to review that information. Well, the other thing I think is a great point is, all right, I have my booklet at home. I've taken my class. I always have my phone with me. I may not always have my wallet. I may not always have my mind working in the right place. I may have left my mind at home. I'm just joking. But I think you've touched something here. I'm getting ready to go on a big camping trip with my Leash Your Fitness gang. It's our third trip. We're going to go out for uh, the weekend. We're going to have little pup tents. Yeah, that's what they're called. And everything else. But I'm going to have that phone with me. And I don't know what to tell you, but I'm like, wow, if something happened, I can just swipe my finger and make sure I'm doing the right thing. We say at a swipe of a finger and a tap of a button, you can have virtual instantly instant access to your pet's health and wellness. Oh, that's great. Hey, everybody, we're talking to Tom Sums. He is the pet safety guy, and his company is called Pet Tech. You can check it out at pettech.net. We're going to learn more about how to be your pet's best friend right after we pay for this show by taking this commercial break. So everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet 
PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is John Provost. You might remember me as Timmy from the Lassie series. Well, you know, every time Lassie comes home, she always has me turn on Pet Life Radio so she can listen to Arden Moore on that show, you know, Old Behave. Whoop! Whoop! We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We have Tom Sums. He is the pet safety guide. And we've been talking about his Pet Saver app, how you can uh, enroll in a Pet Saver training program. And if you're really motivated, like I was, become an instructor. And you know what? We're going to make this a pretty safe planet for our pets, don't you think, Tom? Absolutely. It is about being trained so that you can recognize those things before they happen. One of the things I talk about on one of the videos that we have on the website for you about the app is we have the three coin story. You know, because okay. people think a coin has two sides. And I always talk about three sides. Well, the one side of the coin is people have taken our training and they've saved their pet's life. The other side of the coin is they've taken the training, they used our skills, and they weren't able to save their pet's life. And we're very clear that you can't save them all. That's just the way it is there. But it actually has helped with their grieving process because they felt like they did everything they could have. Well, the third side of the coin is the coolest because we found that when someone takes our training, they're more knowledgeable and they can recognize things well before it gets into a medical emergency so the pet doesn't fall on either side of that coin. So it really is about being informed and educated, Arden. Okay, that's good. So I think you want everybody to be down in the mouth. And I mean that by looking in their pet's mouth. We just had a guest on our show, Marty Becker. He's America's veterinarian and he's on the Dr. Oz show. And you know, Dr. Oz is known as this incredible medical guy, right? Well, he has a Labrador retriever that's overweight and he calls it his Flabador. He's now getting him in shape. But he confessed to Dr. Marty Becker that this dog is five or six years old and he has never looked in his dog's mouth. Oh, my gosh. Pet safety guy, help us out. Help Dr. Oz. Why do we need to look in the dog's mouth or the cat's mouth on a regular basis? Well, it's not just the mouth. It's from snout to tail. And that's probably one of our biggest walkaway skills in our app. I'll do a call back to the app there. We have 23 places that you can take a picture of your pet doing the snout to tail assessment, and you can track it and archive it from puppyhood to senior pedicine. And you absolutely should. There's no part of the pet that you should not be able to touch. So we do believe that you can go from snout to tail. And, you know, you want to start this as early as you can in a, in a puppy or a kitten's life because then they get used to it. And so you want to go from snout to tail and you want to check the pet's mouth. You want to check the, for their, um, their dental health, their oral health. You want to check their coat, their eyes, their ears. And we not only have the snout to tail assessment, but we also have the vitals behind that. You kind of had uh, alluded to that earlier about being able to check the heart rate, the breathing, right. the temperature, the mucous membrane color and meaning behind all that, as well as capillary refill. And with people taking the class, you also have an opportunity to purchase an, an additional book, which is very handy. It's called Knowing Your Pet's Health. And in the middle of the book, you have this great pet tech snout to tail worksheet that you can fill out on a monthly basis and show to your veterinarian. And I don't know about you guys, but when I go to a veterinarian, I want to have as many specifics as possible. And explain a little bit about this worksheet, Tom, and why this might really be a good way to save some money at the vet. You know, that's a big can of worms right there because, you know, and I'm not saying anything negative about vets, but in general, veterinarians don't believe you when you bring your pet in. 
And, you know, you always get the person, oh, my, my vet loves me. And, and I always make the joke, well, you know, they love that you write a check, whatever amount they tell you, and then that, <laughs> that clears the bank there. But what we're talking about is bringing a higher quality of information to them. An example about what I'm talking about is the guy who brings his dog in and he tells the vet, he goes, my dog just starts scratching like the other day. But to the trained eye, you look at that and there's scabbing, there's hair loss. And, you know, the trained eye looks at that and goes, this has been going on for like a week or 10 days. But and so in, but you have to give the benefit of the doubt to that owner. In his awareness, it just started a couple of days ago. So if you're doing a consistent snout-to-tail assessment, you, you know, it's early intervention is early detection. You're going to find that much sooner than, and it won't progress as far along. And so then that definitely right there can save you money when you get it to the vet sooner with an incident, a medical emergency or a medical problem that's going on. Yeah, I mean, on this worksheet, just as an example, you have people check off the quality of the coat. Is it healthy, dry, or has there been any kind of hair loss? You look at the eyes. Are they clear, a little hazy? Is there some discharge? Are they red, white, or yellow? And you learn to put down their pulse, breathing rate, temperature, a lot of other things. So if I was a veterinarian and I saw this owner come in with their dog or cat and had this worksheet filled out, I think you've actually created a a better connection and a better mutual respect, don't you think, between client and the veterinarian? I would take you a little bit more seriously. You know, I'd be like, oh, you know what you're doing. You've been paying attention to your pet. Well, you know, there's actually even more than that. We kind of like teach a a holistic view, which is Mm W-H-O-L-E. And that is increases the human animal bond between you and your pet because uh, the American Heart Association did a study and they found that in the first 10 seconds of you petting your pet, your blood pressure drops by 10 points. You've got six pecs. That's 60 points. I'm just kidding. And uh, <laughs> and um, the thing is, if there's no part of the pet that you can't touch, then you get a better groom by the groomer, a better sit by the pet sitter. You get a better visit at the vet because then the pet is used to being touched. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of payoff on being able to do the snout-to-tail assessment on your pet. All right. Now, you have a cute little dog in your life. Why don't we do a little shout-out to your dog and what your dog's like? Because I saw your doggie at our class. Yes, Rio, he is a rescue. And he, one of our instructors who works with the two-hour rescue group up in Malibu, it was no offense against rich people here, but some rich guy paid like $800 for him, threw him into a laundry room, had three kids under the age of five, and he got no socialization skills whatsoever. And they ended up giving him for adoption. Well, he was pretty rough. He went through two other homes and then he got to us and they said if he didn't work out with us, they were going to put him down because he was unsalvageable. Mm -hmm. Now, you've met him, Arden. Does he look unsalvageable? No, no. And I think every day, (laughs) every hour he is with you, Cindy and Parker, he is downloading, oh, these people, they've got my back. They like me. I feel comfortable. I feel safe. That's what I see when I saw Rio. He's downloading all that. Yeah, he's come a long way. One of my favorite sayings is one of our instructors from Texas goes, Rio's really lucky. He, he landed in high cotton, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Just kind of get that visual. <laughs> That's good. So what's next for Pet Tech? Anything big happening that you want to share with? We want everybody to go to PetTech.net after the show and also obviously get the Pet Saver app. Download it on your phone and iPod and things like that. But what's your next plan? What's going on? Well, yeah, we're working on videos for the mm-hmm. uh, iPad as well as we're working on videos for our instructors so that the videos will be inside the program. And, you know, I've demoed the app so many times at conventions. As a matter of fact, when we were at that Pet Sitters convention in New Orleans just a few months ago, you know, I had my iPad and I was, I was demonstrating the app and stuff like that. And I remember this one guy who I showed him, he goes, show me more. And I mean, I must have done like 15 <laughs> minutes with the guy. 
And, he, and, and then kept driving around. And then he goes, well, how much is that? And I told him $4.99. He goes, $4.99 a month? He goes, that's not bad at all. And I went, no, it's $4.99 ever. <laughs> so, that's right. So that's right. When you get this and you use the referral code Arden, you get continuous updates for the life. There's no extra charge for the updates when we update it, which we will be bringing video to it in the next several months. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Is there any story you want to, before we sign off, a story you want to share that really uh, touched your heart, either from someone taking your class as an instructor or a student that really drives home what your mission is all about? Well, as you know, our mission is improving the quality of pets' lives, one pet owner, one click, and one app at a time. And your biggest walkaway skill in our training truly is that snout to tail assessment. It's not the CPR because statistically you're so unlikely to use that. But the, the snout to tail assessment you can start doing right away. And it's actually a woman who was in my class and she took our class, she went home and uh, she did the snout to tail assessment and she found huge mammary tumors on her dog. And wow. she said she never, with intent and purpose, put her hands underneath her pet. She said she'd come home, she'd make dinner for her dog and then herself, and then she'd sit on the couch and she'd pet her dog on the top. And the happy ending is is that uh, she got it to the vet, and the vet actually told her, she goes, if you would have let this go another four, five, six, seven months, which she would have if she had not taken our training and done this not-to-tell assessment, that she goes, the ending would not have been as happy of an ending. Wow, and that's a great point. We like to pet our dog or our cat on the back or around the head, or scratch under the chin. But by taking this class, you're going to learn that giving the little belly rubs, looking in the eyes, the ears, and using all your senses, wow, you truly are going to be Pet's best friend. Yeah, I want everybody to dash over to PetTech.net, learn how you can learn more about pet first aid, CPR, but most importantly, as he put it, the holistic approach, and that's with the W, so that you can help your pet, period. Yes, it's nice to know pet first aid and CPR, but it's also nice to be able to keep tabs on the health of your pet by doing these snout to tail, you call it, a wellness assessment. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, that's it for our show today. I want to thank my producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. And I also want to give a big pause up to our special guest, the Pet Safety Guide. We're talking Tom Sums. Tom, we are so glad that you could be a guest on our show, and we hope to have you back. Well, Arden, I just want to give you a pause up and a pat on the back as well that we really appreciate you becoming a pet tech instructor and helping us with our mission. All right. Well, that's it for today. Everybody go to PetTech.net and check out all the hosts we have on Pet Life Radio. We cover every kind of critter imaginable. We are the number one pet podcast on the planet. Woo-hoo-hoo. That's a lot of peas. And so until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>